Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like fucking an alien, but in our space, we can hear you scream. <laughs> oh, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but I have had an education. <laughs> My name is Bibi Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. Oh. And today, today, I know you're very excited about this. I'm super excited as a geek and a sex fan. I have finally found someone who merges the two. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. I'm from Deep Fantasies, and we make custom adult fantasy toys. This week's guests have been making custom artisan adult toys for all your deep fantasies. Or should I say more like fantasies from the deep? Never before have I seen the word Lovecraft taken so seriously. Please welcome Chris and Debbie from Deep Fantasies. Hello, guys. Hey. Um, now, I think uh, for the sake of BB and our listeners... I'm going to leave it up to you to describe the the toys that are that you have been hand making over the past year. Uh, well, um, yeah. So for <laughs> the last year, we have been making. Well, just about a year. We're about uh, twelve days away from our one year anniversary, and we have been making fantasy themed custom uh, adult toys. So when you say the word fantasy, because a lot of people are thinking the Dream Boys, a bit of Ryan Gosling, that's not the kind of fantasy that we're <laughs> no, we're really it's not. About, um, it, it was a weird niche to to, to stumble into. Um, when when this started, it that was that was never the goal. It quickly, very quickly, developed into into what we saw was a niche that we could really grow into. Uh, so when we're talking fantasy, we're talking mythical creatures monsters uh you know folklore fairy tales knights dragons sea creatures things like that they're why <laughs> maybe it's very difficult when it comes to penises <laughs> of a normal nature anyway i mean so why debbie and chris uh because it's it's different you know almost a year ago we didn't know who bad dragon was we didn't know about the fantasy toy scene and um we've always been ones to not just do what everybody else is doing so um when this started really very quickly it developed into hey we could do fantasy toys we you know there's 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 got to be a niche for that were you doing normal toys before it or Uh, there's a bit of a backstory but basically a year ago um so we've always had this shop that um, you guys can see in this background but uh um before we got into sex toys this shop was used for creating things like um movie props special effects replicas um video game replicas and cosplay um costumes Ah. and props and things like that so that's something that has been a hobby of mine for for several years and i've been making and doing things like that for quite some time uh the sex toy shop came around when you know our friend covid started back in march and i found myself out of work 
so Debbie worked from home and uh, up until recently when she just quit her job and now works for Deep Fantasies full time. Uh, that was the only income we had. And the 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 shop that that is here wasn't really bringing it a ton of money. So we were, you know, we were looking at what can we do for, for different streams of revenue. And uh, one day I was just browsing through Etsy and I'm not sure if you guys or, or any of your listeners are familiar with Etsy, but it's a, a online e-commerce platform that allows people to sell homemade or handmade items. And I saw a 3d printed dildo. And I thought, well, okay, that's interesting. It was, it was, there was only <laughs> one store doing it. And I thought, well, I have, I have 3D printers. I have the knowledge. I have the materials. So it's very low risk for us to get into. There's no startup cost. So we, we did that. We, we launched a new Etsy store and uh, threw a few, you know, very simple designs up. And I think within a week, we're like, hey, wait a minute, you know, we don't have to do 3D printing. And, you know, I have all of this silicone sitting in the background, not being used. And I, I know how to make molds. So let's, let's make something silicone. So our, I think our very first sale was on like June 2nd last year. And it was a tiny little, you know, 10 centimeter tall butt plug. And it was, you know, a made a silicone. I was like, wow, hey, cool. We made a sale. And <laughs> very quickly we're like, well, let's, you know, make something else out of silicone. Let's, um... so I went scouring through the internet and I found this designer who actually is in France, who makes fantasy themed sex toys designed for 3D printing. And our very first sale of a full-size dildo was a a dragon tail. And it's actually still an item that we, we have today and it's still a very popular item. And it kind of took off from there. Now we have over 50, I think we have something like 53 listings. And then of course, you know, if you think about all the different sizes or if you want skinny or if you want fat, if you want five inches tall or 15 inches tall, we have a mold for that in the shop and it's changing and growing every day. Before we get into the range, Debbie, can you please describe your face when Chris said to you, <laughs> we're going to go into dragon tail dildos, right? They're going to be luminous. <laughs> They're going to be. Um, you know what's funny? Because Chris has been making and in the, the cosplay world for about, I guess, seven, the past seven years-ish, um, and has done comic expos and different things like that, um, I know that there's kinky people out there and it, maybe I wasn't into those things myself. So it was eye-opening. Um, but he had mentioned. It was eye-opening for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had mentioned making sex toys more than a year ago. It, like he would, he would casually be like, you know, this is a huge industry, which it is billions of dollars go into adult toys mm -hmm. around the world. And that that isn't a secret so you know I remember being like 18 19 years old I'm 39 now and going to those to like um sex toy parties and stuff with my friends like way back then and buying vibrators and whatever way back then so that's not that absurd to me um but when he was when he talked about last year like let's really give this a go and I was like 
my only hesitation was this is in our home with our children. So that for me was like, okay, we have to like really keep this on the down low. Um, in terms of the fantasy thing, knowing what I know now about like the cosplay world and the fantasy world, I was like, okay, that's a niche that's different and will stand out. It's not the typical stuff that you're going to find in your, like your local sex toy store in your town or your city. Um, the stuff that we make isn't found in those places. So we really needed to be within a niche and choose that and do it well. Um, my background is in health and human services, but for the last couple of years, I've worked in online social media marketing. So from a marketing perspective, um, the fantasy sex toys sell and we just have to do it well. And so that's what we've been doing and, and exponential growth has happened. Um, I, like I think in January, when I really started getting into the online marketing for deep fantasies, we have gone up over 400% in our sales. And Whoa. yeah, so it's pretty incredible. Like I, that's why I, I recently quit my job. Like my last day was last week, um, to work, to wow. work full time for deep fantasies. And we have hired a family member to work full time for us Monday to Friday as well. So we need, we need the manpower oh. just because the sales have gone up so much. We just, we've just really found our niche. So, yeah. yeah. And you can't really tell because you've, you sourced it because of um, the, the, the pandemic. You can't really tell, I guess, if your sales have gone up because of the pandemic, because there's all those stats, aren't there, Mary, that people, mm-hmm. 52% of couples are more sexually adventurous now because of the pandemic. You know, it's like the, the impact it's had. Can we talk about some of the, um, the I, I can see Dragon Rider. <laughs> I can see Dragon Rider. She's looking at me. <laughs> Describe Dragon Rider, please. Describe Lushen. Uh yes. So the names are uh are a difficult uh or a different one. You know, um imagine you work for a, a paint company and you have to come up with all of these <laughs> names for your color palette. <laughs> and you have to be, you know, a creative writer all the time thinking like okay what's what's the backstory because a lot of people care about that a lot of people want a backstory into their toy uh we had oh, a customer reach out to us once and and he bought a, a toy or they bought a toy that was um you know they instantly clicked and thought well that looks like shrek and that was their kink and they wanted a shrek backstory to that toy and we're like whatever floats your boat we're at, you know, no, no judgment here. We've had, you can imagine the kind of requests we've had in a year with, you know, almost half a million visits to our, to our shop, the kind of requests that we get. People tell us everything. They tell you. Yeah. They they don't hold that. Very detailed. They, you know, they, I don't know if it's the, the keyboard thing where people, you know, they don't know (laughs) that you're a real person or something. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but that's, and that's fine too. You know, it's funny, actually, if you, um, if we send you an email or, um, on our shop for the longest time too, the name was the name, the shop owner name is Christine. Well, neither of us are named Christine. So it's a pseudonym. Um, and so people are talking. So if people, if our customers are listening right now, Christine is a pseudonym name for the two of us. We are Christine. <laughs> So we didn't, Chris, <laughs> we went with Chris's name, but made feminine because I'm involved as well. So, mm. um, yeah, we went with Christine and Christine answers lots of questions and helps customers. So it's, it's a lot of fun Brilliant. doing that. But the naming thing of the toys again, you know, like the, the Lucian is 
a new one. We just released that one. It's a tentacle. So, you know, for people that are just listening, it's a really tapered tentacle. It has some good, some good texture and some little suckers on it. Um, we have the small size and we just are launching the medium size this week. And it's in a really like bright blue and bright. Yeah. Well, it can be any color. So that's one of our, Uh. one of our things too, is that people can choose their design and then they get to customize with their own colors. So nothing we sell is already pre-made. Everything's custom order. So people put in their orders and they can do their add-ons, like adding extra color if they want more, like two is our standard color add-on. So everybody can choose at least two colors. Um, if you want more than two, you pay per color for add-on. So you can have, you know, as many colors as you want. And then um, you could add a cum tube. If you wanted that, we can incorporate cum tubes into our toys. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, a cum yeah. tube. Yep. That's... that's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. <laughs> So yeah, there's, there's no need to explain that. That's exactly what it is and what it does. There's a Catholic amongst us. And I, I, my brain didn't even take that in. Cause I was, so, I'm so horrified at the thought, what the, excuse my friend say, what is going on? Well, some people want that effect. Yeah, a lot of people like, like that sensation yet. You know, again, this was another learning curve for us as with everything has been um, that, you know, you know, somebody came to us once and that's how almost our, how our store has grown so well. It's somebody has come to us and said, this is what we want. This is what we need. And we're like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Here you go. Um, so, you know, I want to come to, here's a come to, let's figure out how we're going to engineer that and work out the problem. And, and here we go. Now we sell come to. So basically, this it's a silicone tube that travels up through the toy. It comes with a 50 milliliter syringe and you just, you can um, fill it with either lube or there are various numerous fake comes out there, you know, and you can either go for um, a real texture and taste, or you can go for a, an interesting flavor. Why do that? Why, do that? why, why, why go for the real? Some, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's chocolate milk. Like something nice. <laughs> yeah. Miranda. Miranda would Miranda would like it to be filled with Dubonnet. <laughs> Private joke. Private joke. A bit of a Can like, I ask this one, right? Is this this looks like the alien monster? The Is Zenimal. Zen- the Zenimal. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing my research. Yeah. yeah. So that one, that's actually one of my favorites. We we just designed that. And, uh, you know, the second it was done, we're like, hey, this is a really cool looking toy. And, yeah. you know, quickly got to designing it, made it, made the mold, poured the first toy. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's a Xenomorph. Uh, when we design something, we don't go, hey, we need a very often um, we just go into it blind there's no we need a a minotaur we need a xenomorph it's let the creative process you know take place let's see what appears and then we create the name for it and and the story after that because you find something that's that's fitting I am loving the transferable skills from cosplay and prop making into sex toys. <laughs> I think this is genuinely a unique experience for someone. You've got the engineering to come up with how to insert a cum tube and <laughs> make that work. And then fanfic. I never thought I'd see a sex toy that had its own fanfic. That's brilliant. <laughs> 
do you what do you do when you're do you ever like if you're sitting watching a movie or a series or something do you just suddenly go oh my god I've got an idea for a sex toy or yep. like uh, <laughs> yes yes yeah next question <laughs> sometimes you know it's 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 a creative process and uh, when we started we heavily relied on on other designers work um so we we still team with a designer and to create some very nice uh very good detail very good shapes they they they're very easy to create and they um they worked really well for us but my design skills have really started to develop over the last year where we don't need to rely on them so heavily so now there's more creativity coming in us rather than just taking a generic shape and saying okay this is what we're going to make this now it's what what do we want this to actually look like what do we want it to feel like and and then we can go from there and then we can actually tweak it you know it's you can make something look at it and say okay yeah well it's good but let's fix this part of it and this part of it and you know let something take shape which are your favorites debbie which are your favorites and chris which are yours um I like the tentacle ones. I think they're really fun and they provide a lot of creativity in terms of color pores, like making the the, the suckers different colors or um, the, the fades always look really nice in terms of like having the top be one color and it fading down to something else. And we have a number of tentacles in our shop. Like the Kraken is, we have like four different sizes of the Kraken and two evolution right now. And we just launched another one. What's the name of the other one, Chris, that we just launched? K. You've got an the K and the octopusy and the Ursula. Okay. Like we have like all these tentacles and tentacles sell big time. People have the their tentai fetishes. So um those ones to me are fun. I just because I'm a sort of a design freak, uh, I think the the Woodland Dragon um was my favorite just because it's it's actually got a really interesting shape to it. It's got a lot of detail, um, which you know, fine details don't transfer over to sensation 100% of the time. Uh, you know, it's more shape and, and stuff like that, but it really it looks really cool and it's got some interesting features. Um, so I'd say that one or the Xenomorph might be my new favorite. There, it's kind of a toss up right now. <laughs> the Xenomorph looks amazing. Yeah. Like that is the penis. You would think, <laughs> yeah, the alien's got that. Totally. <laughs> yeah, done, fine, sorted. Miranda, Stop. would you have sex? Would you have sex with a Xenomorph? Not these anymore. Like no, the acids in the eyes, that's a bit of a turn off. With the, with the, I don't, I don't know what the xenomorph is. The xenomorph in the alien. I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. That is the alien. I don't know what you're talking about. So it is the alien, right? Yeah, yeah. Jesus, this <laughs> is so. This is a house of no judgment, right? We are totally. But I, my little mind's blown. <laughs> like, what's the what's the the Bozette? The Bowsette? Oh, Bowsette. Yeah. So. Um, some of our creations are are based on uh, you know fan fiction. Uh, so Bowsette is a it's a fan made female version of Bowser from Mario Super Mario Brothers. Um, so I can't that remember the UK if he's called I no. Go. I can't remember the UK if he's called Bowser or Koopa. Um, um, but Bowsette is a uh, a fan made female version of. Um, Bowser. Uh, she kind of looks like a cross between Princess Peach and and oh, yes. uh, Bowser. Bowser. 
yeah. yeah. So because these aren't they're not all just phallic. Right. They're they're ones that guys can yep. use as well. Yes. Right. So, yep. Yeah. So we lovely selection. We want to be inclusive, like you know, of all yeah. genders and identities and preferences. So um we do have a couple strokers. The Ariel is the newer one. Like Bowsette was launched last year, but Ariel was launched this year. And so Ariel has two holes. Um you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll come out with other ones too that aren't female looking. Um, my brother's actually gay. So he, he came over one day and he's looking at things and he's like, so gay men wouldn't want this. They want something more generic, <laughs> just with like a hole or a slit or mouths or something. So, yeah. you know, going in that direction will be important to us to be more inclusive or looking at, um, the the trans community and what their needs are so making like mini strokers will be really important too in the future um we get people that will email us like i said they tell us all sorts of things and lots of people will email us and tell us about medical conditions that they have and how they've never been able to find a toy that works for them because they can't d- deeply penetrate or they can't have high texture or whatever so we try and accommodate yeah. those things as well by making other other toys for them and some of them you might not see in our shop because they've been custom made for those people and then we just think okay we'll launch them eventually and we just haven't yet um but some of them will just you know be really small small versions of toys or that have no texture and things like that for certain people so um yeah people tell us all sorts of things that they want or need for their sexual pleasure so has it has anyone asked for um, a miranda and a bee <laughs> they might have uh, yes yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think I think the lynchinator, I've always said that the lynchinator <laughs> is a good name for a sex toy. And now I think yeah. And what would yours be? The Mithrandre. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would just look like baby Jesus on a cross. <laughs> that, you know, we had somebody uh, send us a picture of Jesus on a cross like two weeks ago and ask us to make no. it. Yeah. Oh, stop it! Yes, they Don't, did. That's making oh me feel my not, god! No, that's the terrible. Lynch, we all, the lynch, no, it no, so well. no, we all need to go and take a cold shower. This is absolutely. <laughs> we need to pray. This is terrible. Oh, oh my god! It's, it's is, funny uh, almost how sort of desensitized you come to it after a while. Uh, with some of the requests we've had, and you know, you get customers come to you and, and tell you all these stories like. Uh, a customer says, you know, they've been anal training with an apple on the end of a stick. And oh, don't do that. Don't do that, my darlings. Don't do that. <laughs> no. And they and, and they say, you know, this this is what I what I want. This is what I need. Can you provide that? So there's I don't think there's anything that could shock us anymore. And that's called Granny Smith on your site. I can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> They, I'm not, I don't ever want to yuck someone's yum, and but they are still, they're beautifully made. I, yeah, they look incredible. They, there's nothing but, uh, nothing but the best will, will do. Um, you know, we, we have, uh, I think, you know, with just over 3,000 sales in the last year, we have probably around, uh, I'm guessing around 700 five star reviews. Or 700 oh, reviews. Nice. And I would say probably maybe of those 700 reviews, maybe 10 to 15 of those aren't five star, somewhere around uh, there. Um, wow. And not, yeah, nothing but perfection will do. If, if somebody's not happy with their purchase, yeah. I'm not happy. Yeah. And, yeah. and 
that's another reason why this started is, is, you know, there's, there's other makers out there where, um, you know, there's, there's big makers that, you know, are into, you know, that, that basically have a hold of the market, not saying any names, but <laughs> dragon, <coughs> sorry, excuse uh, you, but we hear customers say that, well, oh, I just ordered. I, I really, really hope that it shows up good. I'm so nervous. I hope it doesn't have any flaws or any defects. And it, you know, how horrible of a buying experience is that? To, yeah. to hope that you don't get a bad yeah. flop yeah. Or, or a bad design or, or whatever might happen and then have to deal with horrible customer service like horrendous from what i've heard and what i see because you know we're in all of these chat groups and and reddit subgroups and and all of these different you know parts of the community and it seems just like so so stressful and expensive you know what you're paying i mean we've ordered from from this huge company and we've you know gone through the experience ourselves and you know what you pay in in for the toy and then for the shipping and then the 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 duty and brokerage fees that come in after when it finally arrives and you're like why did i pay this much money for something that's subpar and you know we get reviews that come in and say well two toys arrived in a in one week one came from this manufacturer and one came from deep fantasies one was superior in quality and texture and sheen the other one was from bad dragon <laughs> These two is that going incredible. on a t-shirt yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this is such an interesting look behind the curtain because we speak to a lot of people who have made their own sex toys but we don't actually get to see someone or, or talk to someone who who is physically making them mm-hmm. in their workshop and you're in your workshop we can see all your products behind you and it's it's so interesting like you know, to talk to the person who is like, no, I need to make sure that all the products are perfect mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And I just wanted to touch on something because <laughs> you're in your home at the moment. So how do you keep it? Your kids are in their teenage years. How do you how do you keep it a secret? Um, yeah, I mean, our, um, our our son is 15. Our daughter is 10. Um, uh, our son is a typical teenage boy. He's very oblivious. And, um, <laughs> you know, he, he just... He just wants to play his video games, um, yeah. you know, he, and, you know, we send him to the shops like, OK, go take out the recycling. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's been a year now and the the suspicion has sort of died down. They, you know, at the beginning, they were like, what are you doing in there? What are you doing in there? And then, you know, when Debbie started coming in and helping all the time, you know, we were in here. Oh. 24 hours a day almost like almost every waking hour is like we're in here working and they're like what are you doing in there what are you doing in there and now they've kind of just sort of given up on on trying and we've we've thought about telling them and we don't care if they know but um it's more about what are they going to go and tell their friends and you know we can't mm. control what they say to their friend and how their parents might feel about that and we want you know our our children's friends parents to have control over you know what they see in into that sort of genre of of things so you know it's it's it hasn't been super difficult to to keep them in the dark 
Yeah, we have a lock yeah. on the inside of the door even. So when we go into the shop, we just lock <laughs> the door and, and they, they knock and we just like wait to a, for opportune moment and we'll open the door like every time and be like, you know, what, what do you need or whatever. And if we're, if there's nothing out, like right now you can see behind Chris that there's actual toys out on the counter. They're waiting to be trimmed and packaged this mm-hmm. morning. Um, if there's nothing like mm-hmm. sitting out and there's just molds, like you can't tell from the mold what it is. Yeah. Um, then mm-hmm. they can sit in there with us. It's not a big deal because they don't know what's going on. Um, it's a shame they're not younger because you could have just at Santa's workshop and if you <laughs> insist on asking questions. Yeah. <clears throat> no, no you know, Christmas presents. No Christmas. That's it. If you want to cancel Christmas around the world for the children, <laughs> my darlings. <laughs> that's exactly what you should say. I just want to say as well, these they these they do look brilliant. They look works of art. And also I guess if you're if you are in that um if you are a fan of all this stuff, it would it would just be like a bloody dream come true. It would Absolutely. be all your Christmases coming at once. Um, how much are they? So your prices range from. Um, I think the. I'd say probably are. Yeah. The lower end. Go ahead. So the the small the smaller toys we base things off of how much silicone they use. Basically, like that's kind of how we start setting prices. Um, so you know, the smaller the toy, the smaller the price. So things like a butt plug. Um, would be much cheaper than something like our huge toy that's like a 15 inch tall um, bull penis. Um, but like those ones, that one's like close to 500 Canadian, I think. Um, but then we have like the Lucian is the the small tentacle. That one's, I think, around $50 Canadian. Um, we do have our Etsy shop still, but we also have a website. So on our website, our prices are cheaper. Um, and it's just because of different fees that are involved in the sites, um, the overage fees. So yeah, people who shop on Etsy pay a little bit more, but some people prefer to shop on Etsy. So we just, you know, our shop is still open. Um, and then slowly we'll transition completely to our website and then people will pay less as well. So deep fancies is such a great name. It's a great logo. Yeah. So, so, so you started pretty much because of the pandemic. Do you think you'll continue doing this? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. This, um, you know, when it, it started, it was, it was out of necessity. We needed money and we need to find a way to do that. And it quickly developed into what is now a passion. Um, once it started, I actually did go back to work. Once things started to open up again, uh, I went back to a full-time job. I'm a painter decorator by trade. Um, so I went back to doing that, but very quickly, again, we had another phase, another lockdown. And actually at that point, which this was in probably November, I said, you know what, that's it. This is now, this is now my opportunity to focus on this full time. It's not, you know, a a hobby. It's not just a little means of extra bit of income. This is it. This is our chance to be home all the time with our kids and spend more time with them, work from home, have less stress. Why work for someone else when, you know, we can work for ourselves. And, and since November, it's been a full-time job and, and it really has become uh, even more than a passion. It's, it's, you know, it's what we live right now. That's it's every day, day in, day out. It's that's our life. It's dildos. So, <laughs> feel a bit choked up. <laughs> Just so beautiful, isn't it? Just to find your own deep fantasy and yeah. just like yeah. be able to work from home from something that was such a, that was a necessity, and to be able to now have it as a passion and a way to earn money and 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 live. Yeah, and so fantastic. we have we have myself and Debbie and uh, a, a full time staff member 
and we can still keep the lights on, pay our staff, pay ourselves, and and you know we're we're at home all the time now, which is great because you know our kids are schooling from home, so we can you know even though we're locked in the garage, at least we're home for them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I mean, you say home, you're locked in there. Um, is because I don't know this world at all. Is is Ursula named after your other staff member, or is Ursula something in the fantasy world that I should oh, know about? Oh, Ursula, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry, Chris <laughs> and Debbie. I am. Um, I oh should have given her a cheat sheet. Ursula, how do you not know Ursula? Ursula, the sea witch. <laughs> Ursula, just absolutely in the blank. in the Little Mermaid. I'm so... <laughs> little Mermaid. I don't, I don't know. Oh my god! Oh my, my god! My feeling is you're all drunk now. Chris has left the room. Chris is upset. Yeah. Chris has just left. He's kind of gone. <laughs> Would you ever go to conventions? Yeah, we oh, are. We are really excited and 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 hoping that um, that COVID will allow or you know COVID restrictions will up uh, that we can do one because uh, uh, like Debbie said before, we uh, I did uh, some some comic cons. Uh, a couple times and again just like with the toys when i did that it was completely you know what's what's everybody else doing and then yeah. let's not do that so uh our last booth we had at a, a, a comic convention uh was a full cosplaying booth where we sold um it, it was it was done up like a, a video game stall from a certain series of video game and everything we sold was from that video game everyone that worked there was dressed up like they were from that game so people turn the corner and they're like oh wow this is incredible <laughs> it's, it's not just some it's not some generic yeah like someone's peddling their wares yeah yeah so there's a a uh, a con that's supposed to happen in november it's called the taboo naughty or nice show um and we're really hoping that we can get in there and and you know show people what we do and it's it'll be so much fun and you know i think of all of these crazy ideas running through my head about how we can you know doll it up because I've, I've talked to people that have got these and, and I don't know why we never have, because it's not like we're, we're um, vanilla. vanilla people when it comes to, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you got two kids, so you definitely had sex. I can yeah. tell you that much. <laughs> Miranda, don't say that. That's so personal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're really excited and, and we really hope that, that, you know, it's it, uh, it's something we can do. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And where can people find more information about our shop? We have our website deepfantasies.com. so we can you can buy all of our toys there. Um, you can email us through there. We also have a brand ambassador program. So that was something that was launched recently, where there's an application people can fill out if they're on a minimum of two social platforms. They have a diverse following, um, and diverse meaning being inclusive. Um, of all genders, identities, and kinks, um, basically. And people can apply to be a brand ambassador. And with that, they get 20% off. If they're accepted, they get 20% off in our shop. Um, we expect them to post on their social media and share reviews and things like that. And then when people are referred to our shop to purchase, they can select which brand ambassador might have referred them. And then we track the points for those brand ambassadors and they can earn extra things. So we'll send them toys before they're launched to the public or things like that. So we right now have 
I think seven brand ambassadors because it was just started, but we get so many applications. So um, we'll just ongoing accept those people and, and kind of get the word out there or or more organically through our customers. So that's, that's where you can find us. And then of course, social media too. Yeah. We're on Instagram (laughs) and we're on TikTok and TikTok has uh, been a big, a big thing for us in the last four months. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And what are you? What are you on Instagram? Um, Deep Fantasies Yeg, and Yeg means Edmonton. That's where we're located. So Deep Fantasies Yeg, all one word on um, Instagram and on TikTok. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank and you. Honestly, they look. They are such works of art. And yeah. Congratulations as well on yeah on making it a year. This is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations and love love to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Ursula, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> she's the sea witch and she's got legs like an octopus, which is why it's got little tentacles, little suckers on. It's a tentacle with a sucker. Much is like she us. real? <laughs> is she real? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She totally exists. A woman with half a body and the rest of the half is, a, is an octopus is definitely a real thing. Mm-hmm. In hove? Yes. <laughs> Yes, she's got. She serves a very niche but very grateful market. I'll look out for her on Facebook. That was so. Wasn't that fascinating? I've never thought. I loved them. Find sex toys with their own fan fiction. I love it. I, or a house of no judgment, but that did blow my mind a bit. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. I think just the the skill with which they're coming at it is is just amazing, and the passion. And I think it's it's something that a lot of people would just have as a as a piece of art like great and i really hope they do get around to all the comic cons because i just love to see people's faces as they walk past and see a xenomorph cock on the table (laughs) (laughs) my name name is bb i'm just thinking really dumbo really dumbo (laughs) Uh, my name is bb lynch my name's rhoda kane and if anyone out there does want to make the bb lynchinator or the (laughs) mithrandrir Fantasies text toys. Just just have a word with us. Have a word. <laughs> my my I this one has freckles off. I just want, I just want freckles all over it. Uh, good sex, bad sex. <laughs> Did we just say our names? Oh my god, I'm so tired. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, doll. We've said our names. Yeah. Sorry. That's terrible. Good sex, bad sex was produced by Judith Nichols for Metro.co.uk. And if you do want to make the Lynchinator or the Mithrandria, you can get in touch with us <laughs> at Twitter at GoodSexBadSex with a triple X at the end. BB, can they find us on Instagram by any chance? Yes. <laughs> Good sex, bad sex. Normal spelling. Um, I'm gonna have a little lie down now. I'm just gonna I'm gonna try and find that Ursula. Because maybe maybe she's got like a, a, a like a cockles stool. Right, we're gonna see you next week. Okay, I'm gonna go week. and make her okay. watch the little mermaid and, and, okay. and <laughs> we'll see you next week. Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs>